Hello, everybody, and welcome back to All Things Medical Assistant. I am your host for this podcast, Santino Tejas. First and foremost, I want to thank the continued listeners. Um, thank you so much for your support. To all the overseas listeners, again, as well to you, thank you for your support as well. I see the numbers growing and and areas of um, you know territory that that pop up as well so thank you so very much you know and if you're a new uh, listener go ahead and just you know hang around and listen to what it is that I have to say and and hopefully you'll 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 want to hang around if you know of anybody that might find a podcast like this interesting when you're done go ahead and send them our way we'd appreciate it very much so it's a new world it's a new everything a new everything and what am I talking about? And again, this is just, you know, I'm going back to the pandemic, but, you know, more specifically, um, you know, getting back to life, <clears throat> excuse me, getting back to life, you know, normal life, regular life, usual life. You know, it's something that we've, we've missed and it's something that we, we, we cherish, you know, being able to utilize our freedoms, our, our wishes, our choices. You know, these there's, there's are very quintessential details to life. You know, those are the reasons why, you know, we do what we do while we go to school or while we don't go to school or while we work or while we don't go, you know, every decision we make is based off of the, you know, the freedom of our choice and, and also the decisions in life we make are based off of the freedoms of our choice. Some of us make the right decisions, some of us make the not so right decisions and end up having our freedom limited or taken away. Well, that's your problem. You should have thought about it before you did it. Yeah, you know, I was in that position at one time where, you know, I, I did things circumventing law, circumventing other, and it just, and then it caught up to me and it taught me a big lesson, you know, and it's interesting because now that, you know, these mask band-aids have lifted and, you know, um, you go to the grocery store, you go to the store, you go to wherever you go, no one's wearing, well, there's still people that wear the mask because, I mean, they're either paranoid or they're worried, you know, I mean, it's still out there, it's still out there, we still have positives every once in a while, though, um, our testing has declined significantly. I think we're starting to see um, influenza A creep up a little bit. Um, but we'll see how that goes. And from what I understand, our uh, Seattle Children's uh, here, um, one of the satellite clinics is seeing a, 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 just an amazing rise in influence, uh, influenza A numbers. So I hope um, I hope that's very short-lived because no, no kiddo deserves to, to live in any kind of... Um, you know, any kind of mal state. But anyways, so, you know, how has this affected my life as a medical assistant now? Well, geez, you know, it's it's changed a lot because I think, like I said, how I feel. It's taught us a lot about ourselves. You know, in the beginning when all this happened, you know, we, we learned about who our neighbors are, who uh, the people across the street are, who, you know, the people in the community are. You know, there were those that hoarded toilet paper, those that hoarded food. You know, I mean, and in a, in, in a time of... You know, pandemic and, and the time that we went through, yeah, I'm going to, you know, think of my family first, but I'm also going to think of my community. And I guess that's just the emergency responder in me, you know, and, and, and I can't fault other people for, you know, not thinking the same way. I mean, they grew up different and or maybe they just didn't grow up with any direction in life at all. But I do think is that, you know, we all are capable of 
you know, looking inside ourselves and saying, hey, you know, I can be a better, I'm a better person than this. I can, you know, I can be more giving, more, more understanding, more attentive, you know, but unfortunately, I think, you know, unfortunately, what, what, what has happened is, especially through the courts and with the racial injustices and all that, you know, this, this recent uh, political uh, state and everything is still going on. It's it's brought up this, it's brought out this racistic, uh, inhumanistic, uh, narcissistic, ignoristic, you know, uh, cloud of people. You know, it's it's interesting. See, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. That's better left for my mother. I mean, she's everything to her. There's, you know, either alien Bigfoot or Trump did it. You know, me. <clears throat> I'm not really. I'm, I'm factual. I'm empirical. I'm science based guy. Either, you know, it's been proven, it's, it's, there's proof, there's statistics, there's evidence, or scientific method. You go out there and, and, and test it over and over again until you figure out what the, you know, what the outcome is and, and, and try and understand that. So, you know, with people coming into clinics still all weird and bent out of shape, it, it, it's gotten better, but there's still people that are being deceptive. And that's just part of the symptom. <clears throat> that's part of the symptomology of this disease out there. You know, this disease. Uh, and and don't let me fault you. Don't let me, you know, confuse you that it's only people. It's even entity. Even the hospital, the, the healthcare system has become this horrible monster because, you know, we got to a point that we got to a point where um, I remember in urgent care when this happened, all of our family practice closed it stopped you know things went to zoom things went virtual but the urgent care remained open i mean now if i've if i haven't told you i'll tell you again after the first guy came in through our airport here um he was isolated in, in one of our, our neighboring cities um and then the the uh the uh the assisted living center in kirkland happened and then harborview happened and then after that the university of washington decided to hey, you know, we need to get into uh, some community testing. Uh, the clinic I work at, another clinic, we were the first to test pilot community testing everywhere. I mean, anywhere, every, we were the first ones to start testing that COVID. You know, and it was interesting because as the days went by, you know, things changed. Our clinic chief at that time was, you know, essentially giving us different directions every day, what to do, you know. And it got to a point where... We were like, well, you know, fuck this. You know, it doesn't seem like anybody knows what they're doing. Some jackass up there in, in, in the UW uh, administration is making these stupid decisions behind the desk without being forefront, which is usually the case with CEOs and, and all that. They just make decisions from, from behind the desk, and their advisors are people that have neither been in clinic for a long time or, you know, they're just left with this responsibility, and they're so irresponsible with it, you know, because they want to make these radical changes. Changes that affect the frontline people, the frontline people, because either it helps them look good or it makes them look like they give a shit. I don't know. But all these decisions were being made, you know, and it got to a point where we as an urgent care team, because we're very close knit down there where I work. We decided, hey, man, we got to do it, you know, not our way, but we got to do it our way, though. You know, we've got to roll with the situations and, and, and the changes and and we have to we have to create our own contingencies that are within the parameters of our employer, the University of Washington. So, you know, we do this great job. We stuck by each other. We supported and helped each other. And, you know, when the jackasses from um, from the administration started tearing, you know, barking orders and all that coming down, we had already been doing it for at least a week. 
at least a week. You know, and what the beautiful thing was out there, we were known as heroes. Nowadays, it's just business as usual. Anyways, so you know, it's brought out this 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 inhumanism, you know, and 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 there used to be a time where I would I could say it'll get better. It will get better. The movement will survive. You know, the 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 what do you call it? The the parade will triumph, you know, the the walk will conquer, you know, the movement will survive. Yeah, I used to have many, you know, many metaphors or whatever just to, I guess, to convince myself, but not now, not anymore. Because people up and down the street who I thought were neighbors, you know, now, you know, look at everybody, you know, behind, you know, semi-closed the curtain. Now, there are people that it's brought out the best, and don't get me wrong, like those, you know, responsible healthcare workers. And that's the other thing is there's healthcare workers out there. And I hope there are people from Tacoma, Seattle, or, you know, all around the U.S., anywhere listening. You know, shame on these practitioners that have used COVID as a reason to be lazy, you know. You know, for example, family practice. There are family practices out there that are, that are more than capable to open their doors when they see patients. I mean, we're over two years into this thing. You know, we've learned how to navigate this and, and be safe and yet these offices stay closed or they or they 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 um they purposely you know choose not to see patients and keep everything you know virtual you know, that's just lazy you know you you need the patient in front of you you need to provide personal you know personal patient care you know but there's practices and doctors and nurse practitioners and even MAs and that are so fucking lazy because they're using COVID as an excuse and either they found comfort in it or they found that, you know, sitting at home in their underwear, touching themselves, drinking a hot cocoa is the new way to go about business. You know, get up off your ass, get out there, open those doors, start taking care of people again. Especially you guys in the primary care field, those guys that are hiding behind your closed door, um, you know, wrapped in saran wrap with a foil hat or whatever it is you do. You know, shame on you. You know, shame on you. You went through training. You went through school. You went through debt. You went through just to turn into a, a pile of shit and an asshole, you know. And I'm sorry, guys, that this uh, episode's full of potty words, but that's just how I feel today. So, you know, it's it's interesting because I'm outside. You know, I go to Safeway, go to Walmart, go to wherever. And... You know, I don't have to wear a mask. My daughter's nobody has to wear a mask. And I see people walking around not wearing a mask and it feels so good, you know, fresh air, fresh air. And then I get to work and I got to throw a fucking mask on and sit there for 10 to 11 hours a day with a mask. And I understand why, because it protects the patient, you know, it protects us. And that's cool. I do hope that eventually one day we can get to a point where we don't have to wear a mask anymore, because I'll tell you to sit there with... You know, to be smelling your own bad breath all day, it's horrible. Especially after you have a coffee or something. And, oh, jeez, it's horrible. And then it creates bad breath. So, yeah, I hope, you know, one day we're able to get away from that as I drink my coffee, right? But, you know, I, I'm home. Don't have to worry about, you know... Putting, you know, give, you know, putting a mask on my daughter to get to school. We can walk in. Walk out. You know, we don't have to have these, these, these safeguards anymore. And and I see the value of it. You know, I see how society has, you know, has has kind of has 
has calmed itself down a bit. You know, now, you know, society feels like they have their, their rights restored, that they've been given their, 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 their ability to make their own decisions and not have somebody tell them what they have to do. And that's great, you know, and, and that's, and that's what it should be about, you know, but you go to work and you still got to do what you got to do, or, you know, you go to the hospitals, you visit, you still got to do what you got to do. Hey man, makes sense. Just get used to it and do it. Maybe your family member or somebody in there is that important. You'll just do it. Get over it. Quit sucking your thumb and just get in there. So, you know, it's it's nearly life is uh, nearly night. It's it's become almost life as usual out here. But like I said, because it's pandemic, you can see who your neighbors are. You can see what people are. You can see the racism, the misunderstanding, the uh, solacenessness, the um, siloedness. The you know, you see what people really are deep inside. You know, and there, I mean, there are people that, you know, I've worked with for some time and they were, they were great, you know, never hung out with them after work or anything. And I see them now and, you know, they are just somebody totally different in different ways. And it's just, it drives me bananas because if anything, what it's turned me into is somebody more understanding. It's made me somebody more tolerable. Because I'll tell you, to deal with, with, with lying patients every day, even more so now, is, you know, it's, it's harder to be tolerant because people purposely come in to be deceptive. So, you know, life as usual out here. You get to work, have to wear masks. So, you know, when I get to work, I feel like I'm back, you know, under mandate, which I am, right? It's, it's uh, employer-imposed, but, you know, I feel like I'm back under the government-imposed mandate. And it sucks because... You know, I can't wait to, you know, get back outside. Now, you know, we all pull our masks down, you know, when there's nobody, you know, more than, when there's nobody more than six feet close to, to us. Or, you know, if you're with a coworker who you believe is not infected, you know, you put him in. Everybody fucking does it. So don't, don't anybody act like, oh, well, my employees, you know, super, you even use supervisors fucking do it. I've not seen one person walk around with their mask on completely without pulling it down to pick their nose or to pick their teeth or to, you know, kiss somebody. You know, so get over it. Everybody does it. Um, and so, and, and so, yeah, you know, it's, you know, you, you know, and so when people step into the clinic and, and, and outside they don't have to wear the mask anymore and then they step inside and they have to wear the mask, it still rubs them the wrong way. Man, you've been coming to this clinic for two years having to wear a mask and all of a sudden, you know, it's this, you know, injustice, you know, well, get over it, man. Get over it, you know, just, you know, just because the government says one thing, doesn't mean that, you know, and obviously not everybody will, will follow suit. And employers have the right. They have the right to impose whatever that they want. As much as I disagree with certain decisions they make, they have the right to impose whatever they want. So long as it's with parameters, so long as it's not, you know, destructive or um, harassing or anything like that. You know, they have the right to, to say, hey, this is what we require as an employer. Um, if you're a unionized worker, you know what's within the union, what the union agrees with got to do it so it's really weird you know i mean i spent two years just raving like a like a mad bitch about this you know this pandemic and you know we're at about i think like 70 percent you know uh, improvement but there's still you know this fucking covid still has its hand on us you know so has its grasp around our neck and then in europe i think wasn't it there's a new uh, variant and now we're worried about that new variant Oh my gosh, when, you know, when will people, you know, learn? I don't think people will ever learn. 
I think it's a perpetuation of history here. We never, you know, we're so lazy. We're so uh, narcissistic. We're so, um, you know, as a society, you know, we feel so much that we deserve everything, you know, that uh, that we feel that we're above, um, that we're above uh, law or justice or however you want to put it. We don't have to comply, you know, and and, and people are still being ignorant. You know, um, crime has, has has risen in this area. There's gunshots every night, you know. And the police, yeah, their hands are tied due to uh, understaffing, but it's also due to um, inaccurate and horrible government leadership. Inaccuracy and horrible leader, leader government. government. You know, they're, they're just not doing what they're supposed to be doing. It's their job. They're elected to figure out these contingencies. And two years into COVID, they can't figure it out. But that's that is the the bloodborne of the of the of the of, of the politician, the gift of gab to come out and tell you what you want to hear to shut you up, to say, okay, well, you know, let's wait until they give us the same bullshit and a month later. Like we're on it, we're working, it's gonna take time. Well, dude, you said that six months ago. You said that eighteen months ago. You said that twenty-four months ago. You know? Get off of it. Let's get to it. Because what's going to happen these days, and this goes for all you jackasses who are out there still acting the fool, is society's going to take matters into their own hands and they're going to start whooping ass and teaching people lessons. And if you're one of those, you know, blockheads that that act that way, like they're better and this, this pandemic's turning you into a raving asshole, just wait, you're going to get your fucking ass kicked. Eventually. So... You know, let's let's remember that we still have a long way to go, I think, in my opinion, because it's not just us. There's also schools involved, you know. I mean, they can make the decision to close down right away. Just like there's still teachers out there, you know. Oh, no, I'm not going to work for the rest of the year. And they're still getting paid. You know, there's a school out here. There's a school district where um, there were two teachers that work with the... Um, the handicapped that have autism, that are, you know, uh, cerebral palsy, that work with these types of, of beautiful people. Um, one person in their in their solar system gets COVID, they freak out, and they decide to drop class and work from home. Now, these kids that have these impairments are left without somebody. Horrible is that? That's horrible. If that's one of you guys, I hope you're listening. That makes you a horrible person. You know... You, you know, so it, that just that just shows me that ingrained in you somewhere was this lazy asshole that that something's wrong with you. You're just waiting for a reason for it to come out. You know, an education, you know, education's kind of like being a first responder. You know what? No matter what happens in that community, you are there to provide an education. You are there to provide, um, you know, uh, a sense of establishment and and hierarchy within the system. Because without an education, all you have is an uneducated raven fool, and that causes, you know. Anarchy. Eventually, down the years, you just have yourself to to, to blame. You know, but you know, don't get me wrong. I'm happy. You know, I really, really am happy. You know, my son is deployed right now, so is his wife. My son's out. You know, or rather, he'll be home next week, and then he'll be deployed again. And he's in the Navy. He's just coming back after two month uh, stint. Then he'll be leaving for eight months. And, you know, he's he's tied to the Nimitz, so he's 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 got a pretty important job out there. You know, and God, and I hope. I pray to God he's going to stay safe. You know, and all of us out there that are doing the right thing, that are, you know, helping these people or at least, you know, following these rules, you know, please continue to do so so life can just get better. And all of you guys out there that are just 
you know, just because you've because you're you're a Trump supporter or because you you know you think this or you think you're better than all or you don't have to abide by the rules or whatever like all you guys out there that walk around with peckerwood tattoos you know and all that um you know or a white hood in the back of your pocket or you know swastika you know in their in their wallet yeah, you know or ignorance you know hanging around your neck like a like a like a chain you know, you just need, I think you all need to congregate in your own little fucking island and live together, you know, and you all create your own little racist society and then love each other and leave the rest of us alone. Because, I mean, let me tell you something. The reason why there's such a struggle with all of you anarchists and people that, that, that create these problems, there's more of us rational people, Hispanics, African-American, you know, Asians. There's more of us now than there are of you. And you feel threatened. And that's why you act the fool. And so you look to some jackass like, you know, um, you know, this guy over here, you know, that he's the Messiah. Oh, my God, really? The Messiah? You are diluted. There's something wrong. You need you need counseling because uh, I'm going to break it to you, which I, you know, as I say, I hate to break it to you. No, I love to break it to you. He is not the Messiah. He is not God sent. He is not God given. He is not God touched. No. Then if you believe that, then everything you've learned in Sunday school yeah, I don't know. You really are backwoods uh, bumpkin, um, you know. So go out on your date with your sister and cousin, okay? Anyway, so I'm gonna get off now. This is a very aggressive podcast because, you know, life is starting to get to to, to uh, a bit of a normalcy. You know, it won't get to where it was before. You know, and if I can put my life out there and and put my safety out there and say that it's what I asked for, then you as you know, an individual to say, I'm going to put my, 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 my ability to be a better person out there because that's your obligation. That's your obligation. It's a right to be an asshole. You have the right to be an asshole every day, but it's an obligation to be a good person. All right, guys. All things medical assistance. Uh, keep it real. Keep it going. You know, send me a voice message through here. Um, and let's get you on the show. All right, guys. Take care. Please take care.